Dancing. Check. Rapping. Check. Crazy outfits. Check. Story. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Breakin'. Welcome to um, this lovely little podcast called Good Times, Great Movies. As you all well know, all of you in attendance tonight, um, we are a movie or a, po- a podcast about 80s movies. So um, be prepared to be blown away by reviews by myself, um, Jamie Lorello, and my partner in podcasting crime, uh, ADP McCambridge. Um, say hello. I wish we were a movie about <laughs> about, about, a movie. A, about a, a movie about eighties podcast movies. I mean, yeah, someday maybe we will be a TV movie about that. One of us has to get like a bad drug habit or something. I can to, only assume it would be a lifetime movie. Somehow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Either your wife can beat you, or I can start like a I can start a meth lab out here. But that'll be the next step. All right. I mean, either one of those works for me. All right. Great. Start writing it. <laughs> I'm on it. No, it's reality. That's the best part. Oh. Oh. I don't know if it's as real. <laughs> <laughs> You're blown away. I am. I am. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about this movie. Okay. I'm excited. Well, you're going to have to wait a little bit. We okay. Have, we have so much to talk about. Off Housekeeping. Okay. Housekeeping, yes. Mm-hmm. Because our last episode with Pat was our first of all in the past two weeks more people have downloaded our podcast than in any other two weeks before and it has been astronomical now i don't want to say that that's all because of pat but it seems a little too coincidental yeah 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 thank you pat and which I don't pay attention to a whole lot because i don't understand it i'm starting to understand twitter more before Pat was on, we had about 300 followers. We now have almost 600. Shut your lying face. I, I would never lie about that. Wow. Yes. People are very excited about this. And a lot of podcasts are excited and are talking about us. That's which I figured awesome. I should mention. So there's a lot to get to and a lot to go through here. So okay. before we get into our film can we even call it a film oh it is our documentary on, on break dancing that's right right exactly so uh over the past week i was on a, another podcast delightful called first time watchers we talked about the netflix documentary series making a murderer oh yes, yes it yes. seems to be all the rage yeah the kids are talking about it in yeah the house. so uh-huh. i was emailed and i binge watched it over two days ah so I, was fully informed, yeah, and yeah. I went on to talk about it. So everybody should watch that. It's watch it or listen to it. I mean, Don't you watch can watch it. it with your ears. Watch it with your ears. Watch it with your ears. <laughs> Not your eye holes, but your ear holes. But it was called First Time Watchers, and it was a lot of fun being on there. Awesome. In the past two weeks, a podcast called The AM Movie Show 
mm-hmm. mentioned our episode on RoboCop. Oh. A podcast called Dissecting the 80s. And a podcast called 1912 Entertainment talked about our Rocky Four episode. Oh, it's a pretty good one. A podcast called Best Forgotten Movies talked about Space Camp. Rad! Uh, another British podcast called Broad Appeal talked about our Desperately Seeking Susan episode. Wow. A podcast called Afterburn 739 mm. talked about A Very Brady Christmas. Wow. Yeah, I know. They said, I can't believe a podcast made me want to watch A Very Brady Christmas. Yes! Yes, which I thought was really That's nice. That's the bottom line. If we can inspire yes. you to watch some of these these tantalizing shows with us, then please. I thought you were going to say terrible, which would apply to, <laughs> I'm going to say three quarters of what we've watched. And last but not least, um, the those guys who do the Last Knock podcast, that horror podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, they were so nice. On their last episode, the one guy said he listened to the Tron episode and oh. the Young Guns episode. Oh, Two movies feature. he never saw. Yeah, two movies he never saw. Uh-huh. And he said he doesn't feel as though he needs to see them because we did such a great job of we, explaining We did the sort of – and Tron was a really tricky one. Uh, yeah, I, I would say yeah, <laughs> Tron – please don't watch it. Yeah. That's terrible. And he also – Said that Jamie's voice is magical. What? That is a quote. Yes. <laughs> and he did a very good impression of me. Oh. Which I thought was wonderful. Was an impression of you doing Dolly Parton? No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. and I was going to do an impression of him doing an impression of me, which sounds terrible. So just believe me that it was a very good impression. Oh. And I laughed and then I was kind of sad for a second. <laughs> awesome. But yes, yeah, so and those two guys I actually talked to them. They are interested in coming on in October uh, oh, to talk about to whichever, do one of those horror ones. Yes, nice to do both. I there's two guys. One's name is John, and one's name is Bill. Hi, John. Hi, Bill. So I will have one on for one and one on for the other. That's I perfect. That would be a lot of fun. That's a yes. way to split it up. I love it. And this is great. I also I also have Pat coming back. Come back, Pat. He's, He's a come back, Pat. To return in the spring. Yay! So if, like a blooming flower. Apparently people really liked him, <laughs> so he will be returning. And I really did get a lot of feedback that said that that was our best episode, which excellent. I was It was very so much fun. To hear. It yes. was so much fun. It's excellent. That's awesome. What great news. What a great way to open. I know. And I don't like to pat ourselves on the back. That sounds yes, uh, you do. self-congratulatory a and... Pompous, but that's who we are. Yeah, I embrace it. Come on, I gotta feel good about me, right? And you, and this. Let's. let's I'm just... as pompous as Ozark. <laughs> <Let's... laughs> oh, oh my oh. god, this movie. Oh, and also the um, the people over at Gotta Love the Goot. They were very excited about breaking. Oh, were they? There's no goot in it. There's no goot. <laughs> There's no. I couldn't imagine. Unless he played the Christopher McDonald agent role, I don't think he would have been able to be in this film. Mm. I mean, maybe he can dance. I don't know. Oh, he but could have I been the slimy dance t- teacher. He could have been the slimy dance teacher, Franco. <laughs> yeah. uh, the guy who looks like an ugly Luke Perry. <laughs> an ugly troll-like Luke Perry, right? Yes. A little bit trollish. Yeah. The moment he came on, I'm like, oh, it looks like an ugly Luke Perry. But then I was like, wait, 90210 wasn't on until... 
88, 89. Yeah. So this guy was before Luke Perry. He had the big hair, the big forehead, but he looked a little skeletal. Yeah. In, well, he's a dancer. It was creepy. I'm assuming yeah. they cast mostly dance. Yeah. Uh, would you be surprised to know that the people in this movie were not actors? <laughs> <laughs> no. None of them are up for Golden Globes or anything? No? I'm not surprised at that. I'm I'm actually were they professional dancers cuz I'm not they sure were, they were they were professional dancers yeah. that's All right. All I'm right. surprised that that would surprise you because they've they have some moves all of them. Uh, well, all right. Well, I mean, she could pirouette like there's no tomorrow and then leap in the air, which is that You know what? Actually, I don't know if she was an she actress. wasn't an actress, I don't think. <laughs> I never saw anything else. That would, that would surprise you? Was, that yes. would surprise you? Yes. Okay. I have never seen her in anything else. I've seen Ozone, actually. Like, I've just seen I've seen him dance in my hearts, in my dreams, maybe. I'm not sure. Wait, excuse <laughs> me? You've seen Ozone before? <laughs> he looked so familiar, but it may be because he's been in other movies where he's like a small dancing role. And he's got that distinct... Look. Oh yeah, she's not an actress. Okay, yeah. all right, now we know. I'm glad. Oh, I'm glad that you had to have the internet convince you. Of I that. felt bad. <laughs> I looked that up. I would have felt bad had she been in a lot of films that were just worse than this one, and we just did wrote her off it, as a dancer. Did she make it to the second one? Electric Nights? Oh, she was in the second one. Right. I okay. Electric... Did you just call it Electric <laughs> Mess? No. I thought it was called, like, Electric Nights or something, right? Uh, electric Boogaloo. Oh, oh, oh. Gotcha. I actually went back and forth between which one of these we should talk about. Um, because the second one has a has an even worse plot line where they, like, have to save a rec center or something oh, like that. They, yeah, they have to, like, dance in order to save this. Um, but I went with the first one, and it's because... It was released today oh. in 1984. So for as loosely as we're trying to make these films relevant to right now, that's as, that's as good as I could do. I like it. That's a good I reason. Mean, yeah, we're in, we're in January and February, which is dump months, right? Isn't that where Hollywood just throws their worst movies? They take right? dumps, January, yeah. February. Mm. So we weren't going to get anything good, guys. Yeah. I mean, but I don't want to spoil my thoughts on yeah. this movie because people could be surprised by how I felt by the end of this. Oh, well, right. I'm not going to give anything away. Here, I don't think you should. I do think I do think you should you should just dance us through. Get your oh, I'm, get I'm your pads gonna... on. Get ready to spin on the floor. Get your <sighs> get your game face ready. All right, and so bust here we it. go. Bust it. It's called breaking. Uh huh. And it's from 1984. It's a little movie about breakdancing. True, true I that. Think, true right? that. I'm pretty sure that was the plot of this movie. Street dancing. Was breakdancing. Yeah. Street dancing. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Did they ever refer to it as breakdancing? Uh, yeah. He, at one point, has a shirt on that says breaking. Oh, well, I had just assumed that was made for everybody on set. On the set, right. He and he was like, it. it looks good. And I like to dance in half shirts. What? So anyway, um, first of all, everybody should know that this was a canon film. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty important because canon films made the worst movies of the 80s. They just made – if you think of a bad 80s movie, canon probably made it. Yeah. Although this was their most successful film of any that they've made. 
Yes. I applaud that. I do too. I think it cost a million dollars to make. Hold on. Yes, it cost – I wrote this down because it's an amazing stat. <laughs> it cost $1.2 million to make. Mm-hmm. It made $39 million. Wow. Yeah. But you know what? I bet the dance community, the street dancing community came out to support it. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> like a, it was like a Passion of the Christ thing. I, I couldn't believe it. They all came with their leg warmers and their torn up shirts and their – Oh, my God. The dance uh, uniforms? What do you call? It's not their costumes. Like, I would call them uniforms since they're clearly on a team. Well, not no, not only that, like, but even it's just in the 80s what, what women wore even when they were in dance class or dancers, I guess, with that. I don't know. I, I really had a hard time with that because nobody dressed like these people. Yes. Like, da- dancers did. Wait a second. Wait a second. Ozone had a cut-off oh, t-shirt. Yeah. He was always wearing cut-off t-shirts. Yeah. He had like a, the chains. A, he oh. wore a fedora. He wore a like a duster with buttons on it. <laughs> like it was insane what he wore, and nobody dressed like that, right? Well, and I didn't think. Well, maybe I guess like they were supposed to be from the rougher parts of town. And he looked like That's he would get don't beat up. In. Exactly. It I was like, might. I don't know, buddy. You might have some dance skills, but you're going to get beat up. You're walking around like a tootaloo. I don't know what that means. But. I don't know what that <laughs> is. Did you just make that up? Uh, yeah. No, I think it's a street term. Okay. <laughs> you and your street terms, your street dancing. Yeah, you know. You're even talking like a street person. Oh. My favorite exchange of the movie. All right, so <laughs> let's let's talk about this because it is insane. How about the classy opening? It's just like the spray paint of the like oh, the spray yes. paint font going across the screen. Yeah, it's a hand wiping swiping across the screen with a spray can, <laughs> and then spray paint font comes up. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay, so anyway, we are introduced to the heroine of the film. Uh-huh. Uh, Kelly. Yep. That's all I have. Kelly. Right. Does she have like a, she doesn't have a cool nickname or anything, right? Uh, Special K. (laughs) Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) That comes later. All right. (laughs) We find out that she's a waitress, which which comes to nothing. It's like she's working in Mel's diner. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But we see that. Well, we see that she's waiting tables, and suddenly she's dancing. Like it's just. It's just. And anytime this movie, I feel, gets lost or it doesn't know what else to do, we cut to another dance scene. There's so many dance scenes. We end with a grand dance. We end with one. We start with one. There's about 45 in the middle. And they're very sweaty. Like, she's very sweaty, at least, in this uh, dance. Right, scene. yes. Well, they, she, they work I guess it she's, up. Yeah, I guess she's training, right? She's in a dance class. Yeah, I don't know if they're, like training or they're getting ready for some big show or i never know why anybody's dancing there never seems to be a reason for why anyone's dancing except for at the end Mm -hmm. because i never know if they're trying out for a show if they're practicing if she's teaching a class if she's part of oh yeah you never know because she says i had to teach then and then I right. think she teaches when that one dude is not around, the sketchy guy. And again, the dancing is, at least in th- this dance class, is just a lot of spinning, really. They do like a, a lot, lot of pirouettes. Of, a lot of pirouettes. 
I guess it's jazz. <laughs> I guess it's jazz. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, they wear jazz shoes. But there's a lot more moves you can do if you're a jazz dancer that they don't really show off. I feel like jazz is like ballet in a way, but faster. Is that right? Um, they're on their toes a lot. They're spinning a lot. They're leaping. Yeah, but it's, I guess it's, I, I mean, I'm not a dance expert, but I'm assuming No, no, let's pretend that we are. Okay. <laughs> I believe jazz dancing is when the body moves to the um, jazzy beat of the music. So jazz dancing um, is classified more by the type of music they're dancing to, much like break dancing. So it has nothing to do with what they're doing. It just has to do with the music playing. And, well, and I do think it's like a funky kind of dance. It's like a to the beat. It's quicker than ballet, yes. Um, and not as um, long and elegant. It's choppy. I think it's fair for us to take dance to task here and just say it has to do with the music. Yeah. And whatever. Right. You move around right. and that's what it is. Yeah. So I guess it's jazz. Um she is uncomfortably hit on by, as I said, Ugly Luke Perry, her yeah, dance teacher. The sleazy dance teacher, yeah. Oh, he's so sleazy. If there's anyone who know, who knows what you need, it's me. It's, <laughs> but she's not into it at all. No. She rejects Everybody him. in this movie is really into her. Oh, and she's and weird. And she wants because... nothing to do with any of them or seems completely oblivious to it. Uh, you know I don't I mean? know. Like, you wonder sometimes she's got kind of a lesbian haircut. You're like, maybe she's sort of not thinking about men as much as she's just thinking about. She doesn't seem sexual at all. No, not at <laughs> all. You're exactly right. Because ugly Luke Perry's hitting on her. Ozone's hitting on her. Her agent, agent. is mm-hmm. hitting on her. And she wants nothing to do with any of these and guys. Her best... And she's very career-oriented. Yeah. Let's say that. Yes. Yes. There you go. She's married to her dance. Do we see a roommate of hers ever? Do we? No. 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 The closest thing we get to that is the comically gay friend of hers. Yes. Yes. Who's also a dancer. Correct? Don't they know each other from dance uh, yeah, class? Yeah. Yeah. They're in dance class together. Mm-hmm. And after dance class, after she's hit on by her teacher mm-hmm. he takes her to is it venice beach yes yes it's very if if you it's very clearly venice beach which is right. pretty cool to right see yes it, i mean right you know you've seen it in um uh, white men can't jump yeah right yeah we could just list off movies where we've seen venice beach and that's it i just said white men can't jump that's all <laughs> i can think of right and now that's as far as he got but that's where they're doing they're, that's where he his her is gay what is that gay guy's name? Oh, I don't even know. I didn't write it down. He is the he, he is like her yeah, her comic relief. He takes her to this I was gonna say, this entire movie is comic relief. Like wow. I wouldn't classify Except one the character. dancing, which is amazing. So uh there's a dance off happening, which I have to tell you that when you're on Venice Beach, these sort of things did happen. Not the dance offs so much, but because okay. Venice boardwalk is kind of like freak boardwalk. It's all these like people selling their wares and hanging out and you know the guy with the 
the the Jimi Hendrix guy on the roller skates that you see. He's been right. in some movies. He's there. And so there are these break dancers, or at least when when I first moved there, there were more like of these break dancers. And there became, then there was more like people that walk on glass and do crazy, you know, goofy stuff. But a crowd gathers around them and they dance. And then they have their little wow. beatbox and you just watch it and do it. I had never seen a battle like we see here. I loved it. I thought it was it's great. It's exciting. Yeah. Oh, um, I don't know if you knew this fact. This is an amazing fact. And I will put a link up, whatever, Facebook, Twitter, wherever. Okay. To this jazz or this dance battle because, I don't know if you know this, but Jean-Claude Van Damme is in the crowd. What? He is, oh yes, he is wearing a black singlet, right? Is that what they're called? Like a, just a, just a one piece, like a onesie oh. that a baby would wear, but for an adult. Okay. He is in the back and he is just jamming out. He's having a great time. And I looked it up and there are people that put videos on YouTube of just that scene, just with him in the background and they slow it down and they point to him and everything. And I also found out that he would just show up like he would show up to this Canon films office oh. and just like do kicks and stuff like that and flips <laughs> and try and get the attention of the guys that own this company. Oh, and in that scene, he kept doing backflips and stuff so that he'd stand out more, but they cut it out of the film. <laughs> but yeah, I want you to watch it again because he's in the background and he is getting down. <laughs> and it's really funny. That's, once you know, that's it's him. an awesome tidbit of knowledge. I, I don't understand this Dance battle. Um, there's a lot of dance battles in this movie, and I don't understand any of them. This seems to be the least confrontational <laughs> of the dance battles. It's the least aggressive, but it's near the beach. So, um, but it's where we're introduced to our other two main characters. Our other two main characters who are oh, go ahead. You can you can explain who these guys are. Oh, I'm just going to tell you their names. There's Ozone and Turbo. Um, I don't know. I have their real names written down somewhere. Oh, Orlando and Tony, which Tony Orlando, what? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I was very confused because the real names of these people, yes, in the movie, it's (laughs) Tony Orlando. But the real names are Adolfo is Ozone. That's his name in real life. Uh-huh. Like the real life human being is Adolfo. <laughs> and Turbo's name is Michael. But then they have stage names. Oh. In real life? They have stage uh, names? Yes. Just like Adolfo's, Adolfo's well, stage name dancers. is Shabadoo. <laughs> and Michael's stage name is Boogaloo Shrimp. Oh. Boogaloo Shrimp. So it's it's odd because, like, in researching who these guys are, there are all these names for them, and I just don't know what they go by. But I did go to Adolfo Ozone Shabadoo's website, <laughs> which is amazing, and he can teach you dance. He's got videos. It's and he looks the same. He Does is he still not, have the earrings. I don't know, but he has okay. not aged. In 30 years. Well, dancing will keep you young. Dancing keeps you youthful. Boogaloo Shrimp uh, Turbo, he's been eaten a little bit. Not eaten by a shrimp. Oh, I was like, what? Someone ate him? I saw the look <laughs> on your face. <laughs> I was like, this is a disturbing bit of knowledge about one of our ghost stars. And you said it so casually. <laughs> My God. And then his name is Shrimp. I was like, what? I, what is this? 
Oh, good. And I enjoyed him. He was my favorite character. He was my favorite by far. (laughs) It was so much fun. That's why I didn't want him to be eaten. I can't imagine what you were thinking when I said that. He's been eaten a little bit. Like, he managed to get out before they ate the rest of his face. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Yeah, so we are introduced to those two characters. And... Kelly gets out there and she does sort of her jazz moves. Like she's doing a lot of twirls and spins. Kicking her leg in the air. Oh, people love it though. People are really into that. It's like they've never seen it before. She's come straight from her dance class. And so she's in her full dance gear, which they're kind of in street clothes. Yes, they are not your typical street clothes. They're ripped up shirts and stuff. But she's in like spandex, like unitard with then like... The, what looks like underwear on the outside of her spandex. So apparently this dude in a beret is their enemy. Oh, right? yes. Yes. He's the Spanish he, guy, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if he's Spanish. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel comfortable making any sort of ethnic comments on what background these people have. Fair enough. I don't know. I really don't. But there's a Spanish lady that joins them, right? When they're... Oh, we'll, we'll get Is to that. Is she Spanish? I, I don't so. know. I don't know. She has like a unibrow happening. I don't she know. She does. And she has quite the perm going on. Yes. And very uh, fierce when she battles. Very yeah. fierce. Folks, let me just let you know. There, there's no real story here. There really isn't. I mean, this is... You referred to Rocky IV as a as a giant music video... That was before you watched this movie. This is I just mean, a dance. It's all a, a reason to do a dance routine. <laughs> that's it. It's it's like eighty minutes long. It is a quick watch. Sixty of it are dancing, yeah. and the rest is just padding. Like it's nothing, because we move from a beach dance mm-hmm. to suddenly we're in dance sh- class. Shapadu and Boogaloo, <laughs> or Orlando and Tony. <laughs> Or ozone and turbo. Oh, ozone you and know turbo. So I should yeah. I should refer to them as ozone and turbo. I mean, when we're talking about their dance moves, yes. Yeah, I mean they show right up to Kelly's class. Like yes. that's our next scene. We go from a beach dance back to a class where we already saw a class right before the beach yep. dance. Yeah. That's how this movie goes. We want to see more moves. We don't want to stop seeing moves. Well, honestly, we don't want to see a lot of acting out of this crew. No. Like, oh, no, the no, less no. dialogue and the less emotions we have to convey, I can't wait till we better. get to the beach scene. <laughs> because that's my favorite oh, acting he's all And pouty. Ozone is... He has taken notes from Lou Diamond Phillips on how oh. to overact... And he's crushing it. He's very <laughs> sensitive. Very sensitive young dancer. So man. they go to see Kelly at her dance class uh-huh. because Ozone has a crush on her. I mean, yes. I think it's pretty obvious early on. Yes. And I love it how they go to this jazz class and they don't seem to understand that there are different types of dances than break dance. Right. Right. Like, I think Turbo even says something like, this dancing is sick or... <laughs> whack or bad or something. He uses some dumb slang. Right. And then he gets out there and like joins in but then changes the class into doing some break dancing. Yeah, the crowd gathers around him. They watch right. him afar, then he jumps in. <laughs> they are like into his they love it. style movement. They form yeah. a circle right around him 
And he's breakdancing, and Ugly Luke Perry does not like it. No, no. Well, that's when Ugly Luke Perry comes in. Well, so this is when uh, Kelly is, I think, Mm -hmm. teaching this class, right? And so when they come in, um, she's... She's really happy to see them. But she's nervous about the teach Franco, I think is the teacher's name because it's Franco's dance Academy. Yeah. Franco. She's nervous about him seeing them in the class and then taking Wait, over the me. class. Dan- Franco's dance Academy. Oh is yeah. That the name of the oh, place? I wrote it down. Oh, yeah. Wow. I wrote okay. it down. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an Academy of dance. Um, he does see them dancing and he's yeah, pissed he, about he it. Kind of. He gets pissed and he kicks them out. Mm hmm. And then I guess the rest of the class leaves because then this is where he Ooh, dances with her yes. very intense. Yes, they spin around, they sweat, they flash their hands out a lot. He is very... He has her like pressed up against them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. At one point he yells, caress me, passionately. <laughs> He's yelling out instructions to her which don't seem to make sense but she understands them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she's into the dance at first. This is all part of the... But then he, but then goes, he, kisses he her. goes in for the kiss and she tells him to go to hell. Yeah. She just doesn't want any part of that. He's a sleazeball. And then this was interesting. So she's... It's they do this crazy dance. She tells him to go to hell. She's one because she goes to her parking lot or into the parking lot. She goes to her car and now her car won't start. And she's like, "Damn!" And but that's it. Oh no, that's it. I assume they had to cut so much out. Mm. I assume Franco came. They had these people act. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh my god, how little of this can we have in this movie? Let's do more and dancing. Still Let's make do more it some sort of narrative, <laughs> right? Right. right. So we cut to uh, we finally see where Ozone and Turbo. Oh, this is another uh, great one. This is the, again. <laughs> I, I I have to say, and I don't want to spoil my thoughts on this movie, but <laughs> I enjoyed the dancing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have I have thoughts about break dancing because you watch obviously a lot of break dancing, right? Are you talking to me about <laughs> I personally watch breakdancing? No, I mean a lot? in this movie. Yes, if you watch yes. this movie, you're gonna obviously see a lot of breakdancing. So, um, what comes up next really had me analyze the breakdancing moves. So, okay, so yes, we see um, where they work, and it's a store, right? It's like yeah, a little, it's just like a convenience store, right? Right. And they're cleaning up. I guess it's after hours at the convenience store, right? Mm-hmm. They have the same shift apparently, and. Uh, Turbo does a whole dance routine <laughs> with a broom. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so a magical outside. dance routine. It, it really is, is magical. No, like he literally <laughs> it is magical. I know. Because I, at no time in this movie did I think, wait, is this really happening? Except for this dance where the broom levitates. Oh, but you can totally see the string like, oh, as it uh, levitates. No, of like, course, but I don't think we're supposed to see the string, but the broom is levitating mm-hmm. as he's dancing and it's the only time in this movie where anything mystical, magical, <laughs> unreal appears to be happening. So I didn't really know what was happening at this point in the movie. It's because it's turbo dancing. It's Turbo has a solo, basically. Most of, Well, at all certain points, they all kind of do their own. But this is his, like, time to shine. Yeah, and- I really feel like he, he got 
a solo in this movie. That's it. I mean, I think anytime they're dancing, they're either like battle dancing right. or so they're, they're dancing all... in a large group yeah. or at least two of them are dancing together. Now, he gets a solo, which is a really but big I deal. But I feel like this is part of, again, because these guys are dancers in, in real life, whatever. I think that this is probably like his breakthrough. Like maybe this is what he auditioned with to get the role. You know what I mean? Like his, his, this is his thing. He does the, the broom dance. And oh, I'm people sure. know him. What is Bigaloo Shrimp? For his broom dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when you watch him and when you watch the breakdancing in general, breakdancing, I mean, I'm, believe me, I am not um, talking shit on a breakdance move because they are something else and I can't do it, that's for sure. But it's kind of like spastic, like jerky movements that are... There's so much hand movements and only hand movements that we see... I, I started like to wonder how much of this is actually dancing. They're like mimes, but they're like double jointed. Oh, it's very mimey, yes. I feel like you have to be double jointed to be a good break dancer because there's so many, like you said, wrist movements and then like mm-hmm. just, I don't know. It's very funky. And so, yeah, this magical dance move happens. I loved it. <laughs> well, then we have more dancing because we're going to the dance off. Well, on Friday well, night, right? Can we not skip over the oh, fact sorry. that they then get hassled by two dudes? Oh, that the guy with that's the beret right. and some right. other Come guy back that we know. For them. That's and right. This is there are two times in this movie where now there are many times in this movie where the acting is horrible, but this is oh, one of yeah. them. Because they just come up and hurl insults at each other, which uh-huh, uh-huh. aren't really insults. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I mean the one guy says, like, you're dirt, man. And then one guy makes a chicken noise. And then he goes, hey, they called us chicken. Let's cut them. But they're just kind of talking to each other. Like, nothing seems threatening or real. It seems like they're all about to laugh at what they're saying. They're dancers. How threatening can they be to each other? No, I understand No, that. I know what you mean. But, like, they're as the... But I don't... Any normal movie that decides to hire dancers mm-hmm. would give them some sort of acting class. I feel like these people were just thrown into this. Boogaloo's bringing his broom onto set. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, no, I don't want to do this thing. Just, just hit film. Uh, hit film. <laughs> hit record. I guess you just hit record. It's just a button. And I'll <laughs> dance around with this broom. And they're given this script. I, None of this seems like there was any preparation involved whatsoever. Totally agreed. Is it ever said that they're going to fight at a warehouse or anything Um, like that? I mean... I don't know. I think that's where the dance-off is happening. I don't even think that they're... It's very petty because Ozone and Turbo then go back to their house, apartment that they share. The room. It looks like a... A shack? It looks like they share like a garage space. Doesn't it? It really does. It really does. It looks like a storage unit that they both stay in. Yes. Oh, so why does, and before this warehouse dance, uh, Kelly meets up with her agent. Oh, Um, yes. Who? This is an agent that Ugly Luke Perry set up for her, right? Oh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I just thought that she was ready because she's a professional dancer to have an agent to help her get work. But, yeah, he she does know him. Or I don't think she knew that he was at the party. Well, she didn't know that he was going to be at the party, but right. clearly her agent did. 
Right, right, right. So I, maybe she knew him. Too. I don't think she got maybe this Maybe he's on her just own. the only dance agent in town. Because he's We're really uh, reading into <laughs> something, which means nothing in this movie. <laughs> the only dance agent in town. And it is, it is, the agent is played by Christopher McDonald. Who I always get confused for Joe Piscopo. I know oh, he's not wow. Joe Piscopo, but. He's worked a lot more than Joe Piscopo, I think. I, um, I know him as Shooter McGavin uh, from Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, yeah. And I also know him as the bad guy from the Norm Macdonald movie Dirty Work. Well, of course you do. Of course right. you do. <laughs> he does a great, decent enough job. He's very well, he's young. He's the only actor in this yeah, movie. true, true. And he, it's funny because the, so the, like you said, all the males are kind of hitting on and into Kelly. But he's the le- least sleazy and annoying about it. He's just like, he would like to get in her pants, but he's cool if he doesn't because he's right. just and her he's agent. he's still doing his job. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, he's getting her gigs. At least he's getting her auditions. Right, That right. she goes on and they say she's not right because they're looking for a blonde. Oh, yeah. She then apparently must leave this audition <laughs> Get a blonde wig, go back in line for yeah, the audition, yeah, yeah. then audition, and they're not, they're not looking for a blonde. And I I noted when uh, her stereotypical gay friend picks her up. Andy, or Adam. Adam is Adam, his name. Adam, is that his name? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And, and she has the blonde wig, and as they drive away, she throws it out of the car, and he says, oh, <laughs> I could have used that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's just to let us know. Yeah, yeah, he's he's her gay friend. Yes. He, wants he her is gay. Right. Yeah. A.K.A. everything we're uncomfortable with uh-huh. in the 80s. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, this. Okay. So now we come to our Friday night dance party battle, Ooh. right? Yes. Hello, Ice Cube. Move. No, Ice Tea. Oh, Ice Tea. Come on. Did I call him Ice Cube? <laughs> you did. Yes, you did. Sorry. Ice Tea. I, I don't apologize. know who should be offended right now. Ice Cube or Ice Tea. <laughs> Sorry. This is his film debut. Correct? That would not surprise me <laughs> at all. And I think in the credits he's just listed as like the rap tea? guy. No, like his role is just the rapper guy, rapper voice or something. It's not even like he's got a name because he doesn't, but he's here at the party. Um, and he literally, he literally raps about what they're doing. Like, oh, and this one's dancing and going crazy. I'm not a rapper. I love it when he's rapping and Kelly jumps in. I don't even know if that's this rap battle. No, it's the other rap battle. And he goes, whoa, what is this? And then he just starts rapping on this person that he's never seen before. <laughs> but he's that good. He is good. Oh, oh. So Turbo and what's his name? Well, I can't think of his name. Ozone. Ozo. Mm-hmm. They have a, a dance battle mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. two guys with matching patches on the back of their shirts. <laughs> like apparently they're in a gang, I guess. Right. And the dance fights in this were kind of – oh, man. I Go ahead. Say it. Cool. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. they were kind of cool because I can only compare this to West Side Story where nothing in West Side Story ever seemed all that threatening. Which, by the way, did you notice there was a West Side Story poster in the agent's office? Yeah. Course, yes. I'm telling you, he's the only dance agent in town. But yeah, it was much like a, a. But they would do these running, flying, almost jumps, and 
almost punch the guys yeah, yeah. and then not. So yeah. there were times where it seemed like this could go horribly wrong, but it never did. Although they did take their they took the guys' jackets. Jackets, off. yeah. Like and they then, like, danced and removed their jackets. That was a dance move. Wait, explain that again. So, yes, one of the dance moves was where Ozone and Turbo danced around their competitors and took their jackets off. Took not not their jackets, not no, Ozone no, and Turbo they jackets. Took their they removed their opponent's yes. jackets as a sign of intimidation. Bold moves. Bold moves. Yes. Big bold moves there. Yes. Um, but that didn't let them win the battle. Of course not, because all you need to win the battle is a third dancer, a it chick. seems. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The bad guys sort of unveil this secret dancer. Uh-huh. As you said, she has a unibrow. Yes, I think We're she's... We're not sure if she's Hispanic. Maria Lopez. I don't Italian. know. Italian. <laughs> Maybe. That's all I got. Okay. <laughs> She's dark-haired and ferocious. Not trying to offend anyone nah, here. Nah, uh-uh. But, yeah, and then she kind of dances, and they walk away. Like, I guess we lost this. All we could do was remove their clothing. There's nothing more they can do. So they're, now, now the tables are turned. Isn't um, Ozone, who didn't care really about fighting them before, is now upset, right, that they lost? <sighs> yes. Yes. Uh, I just wonder if he's upset that they lost or if he just really wants to spend more time with Kelly. Ah, uh, true. Oh, and Kelly, we should mention, was at this dance battle. Kelly went to see them dance. She showed up. She was invited. She went with her gay friend yes. again. And um, and then the gay friend kind of shows up at their garage storage yeah. unit and... He's like, Kelly needs to be in your dance troupe, whatever. She needs to be part of your team. And we get into the greatest montage I think I've ever seen in <laughs> film history. <laughs> this montage where they train her is phenomenal. <laughs> they train her. I could watch this over and over again because an entire four-minute song plays over this so they have to fill about three and a half to four minutes of training montage but then so most of it is them um crotch shots oh i wrote that crotch dancing crotch dancing where it's just watching their yeah crotches it's just basically shots of their crotches moving around and lots well, there of them are just practicing. shots of their hands. Yeah, like the hand Pointing moves. at each mm-hmm. other and slip slapping and pointing and stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's it's great because an intercut with this are shots of them individually dancing uh-huh. too. Uh-huh. So you again get to see Turbo, who's really great. He's like doing ripped, things. by the way. He takes oh, his shirt yeah. off at one point, and he's pretty ripped. Yes. Yeah. He looks He looks like if you decided to starve yourself and also <laughs> work out like crazy, <laughs> that's the body he's got. You'd be Turbo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he does some moves, and then she does some spinning. There's also a lot of weird stuff where I guess they're making fun of her in their moves, because she comes out like... She opens the curtains in her leotard and, like, twirls, and they roll their eyes, and oh, they twirl yeah, around. Oh, yeah, because there is a silly 
It does. Yeah, get a there's a lot silly. of that. And my favorite shots, though, are the the cut shots to the gay friend who I assume the director was just like, okay, make it seem like you're annoyed by this. Uh, make it seem like this is the greatest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> now roll your eyes. Now jump up and down and clap and stuff like that. Like there's just these weird cuts which don't exactly match up with what's actually happening. Uh-uh. It's all kind of haphazard. Yeah. It's very fun. Oh, then there's also shots where they're like in a park just walking around with these jackets that say TKO on Oh, them. because that's their names. They're, they're TKO because she is also – they nickname her Special K. This is where she gets her special – their TKO is their dance troop name, dance team name. And, yeah, they've got jackets to prove it. I I loved it. I loved that scene. I thought it was just so much fun. <laughs> it was. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Because, again – Nobody was talking. Nobody was really mm-hmm. acting. It was just them dancing. And we saw a lot of break dancing. Oh, yeah, which was Before fun. that, I really didn't see a whole lot. So I enjoyed seeing them with the knee pads Doing on. Doing the spinning on the ground and the head spins. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Go ahead. Would you like to talk about the next scene? <laughs> so this was a random scene, was it not? Random. <laughs> this was the most confusing part of the movie to me. This again was a part where I was like, "Oh my god, they're just trying to pad this movie. This makes no sense." So they're having lunch at like a southern barbecue place, right? I don't know where all these hillbillies showed up. <laughs> they're in Southern California, but all of a sudden they're surrounded by some rednecks. You know, some racist rednecks. They're all wearing. Either plaid or overalls, and they're speaking with southern accents. And what do they say? Don't they? What do they say to? Oh, I don't even. I didn't write the dialogue down. Well, I think I was just shocked by this. Well, they they start poking fun at them for some reason, and the fight breaks out. But then the they're not involved in the fight. It's it starts with them poking fun at Turbo or Ozone. I think Ozone. Who's very sensitive anyway. Um, he is very sensitive. And then, uh, when they go to, I guess, start like throwing punches, the the, the southerners or the rednecks just start hitting each they other. punch each other? Yeah, and then, then the scene's over. It's very weird. Right. It's like the bar fight scene you've seen in a ton of movies before. Where he's about to hit a guy and he ducks so he hits somebody else. And then there's a huge bar fight. But it's like... It's almost like they couldn't afford to film inside a bar. Yeah, so they, so they just dressed up a back alley as though it were with some an picnic exterior. Tables, right. Yes. <laughs> because they do. They have all like these red and white check tablecloths on uh-huh. everything. It looks very sleazy, very scummy, but it's very random. It's very random. And I just at this point I call for more dancing. I go, I don't want to see. Right, exactly. This is when she talks to her agent, and she tells the agent how she wants to be a street dancer and get work as a street dancer. And this is where (laughs) he says, you're really talking like a street person. Are you packing a blade? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because she's really into this. Because she's like, and then they beat us at this warehouse dance, (laughs) and we're going to get them back. We're going to cut them. I'm like, wait, what? You've been hanging out with these guys for, what, two days Uh max? Uh Uh-huh. 
And she, well, she did have a long uh, training session. We don't know how many days that training session lasts. We, You're right. We thought yes. it was just within the hour, but it takes some commitment. Um, <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. So this is where they go to the dance-off rematch, I guess. Yes, this is where Ozone is wearing half of a shirt. Half shirt <laughs> and a ton of belts. Did you notice all those skinny belts he was wearing? They were just layered. There were like 12 of them on his body. <laughs> and all those uh, spiky bracelets, right? <laughs> <laughs> and James, the agent, comes to this dance off, right? He's extremely overdressed. Yes, he's in a suit, three piece suit, practically. Mm-hmm. And he's not, he's, he doesn't want anything to do with street dancers. I no. think he makes that very clear yes. when he talks to her. Yes. But by the end of this dance battle, he's alive. He is all about Yeah. He's like, we could enter this competition, which I don't think, first of all, there's been any talk of a competition till this point. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he says, we could enter this. We could win. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the prize is. I have no idea what's happening <laughs> at this point in the movie. But he loves these guys. Yeah. yeah, he sold on them after watching them. Well, so they, they battle again. And this time they bring their secret weapon, Special K. And this dance battle is pretty good as well, and she does come out right at the right time because they the boys dance for a while, Ozone and Turbo, before they bust they her do. out. At like, one I'm point, like, I wrote down, it looks like Turbo's having a seizure. He's just <laughs> shaking and barely moving, and it's disturbing. That's breaking, man. That's popping, or I don't know. You're right. Yes. That's oh, this is when Kelly jumps in, and I, I he's like, "Whoa, what's happening here?" <laughs> and then he raps about how Kelly's just. Kicking everybody's ass. Uh-huh. Oh, she's the girl from the beach. That's what one of the other guys says. <laughs> How he knew that, I have no idea. I don't think he was in that scene. But he announces the winner. Yeah. I didn't notice this the, at the first rap battle. I mean, uh-huh. maybe at some point Ice-T says, you guys lose or whatever. But in his rap, he announces who won this battle. Yes. yes. So he raps... And he's also the judge, I guess. Or the MC. He's the MC of the of the whole battle. Yeah. Yeah. He's keeping us informed. It's it's a lot of hats he's wearing. <laughs> it's not easy. But they win this battle. James the the uh yes, the uh, agent is is very impressed and now they're all invited to a party at James's um place. Love the party. I don't know Love what it. the party is. It's just all Older white people. No- <laughs> I none of them look like dancers. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Kelly shows up wearing like please talk huge- about her Huge. All right. If anybody, it reminded me of the raincoat that Drew Barrymore's sister wears in um, uh, Babes in Toyland. If I can reference one of our, because <laughs> it's like this huge, like oversized, triangular shaped. I don't know. It is enormous. <laughs> I mean, that, that coat is her entire outfit. <laughs> and it it's huge. It's, like, really wide. Yeah, yeah. And, like you said, angular and uh-huh. long and has big, giant buttons on the front. It's just bizarre. I mean, it, I'd rather she show up in her dance uniform. Right. Like, you should wear that in the winter. Right. You're in Southern California, baby doll. Wear a sundress. 
wear a sundress to a party. She looks horrible. And she's also wearing gloves, too. Oh, <laughs> I didn't notice. She's wearing, like, oh, you didn't notice? She's wearing, no. like, white or light blue gloves? Well, it is a fancy affair. It does, like, you can see that it's, um, he's a Hollywood agent uh-huh. of dancers. But everybody else is dressed appropriately. Well, <laughs> she doesn't know. She's a street dancer. She don't know. Well, although her outfit does not compare to. So when she gets there, she's not sure. There's a fight at some point that happens between. Oh, because obviously our sensitive ozone does not like James necessarily because he knows James is kind of sniffing out a little bit of. Who's uh, James? James James is is the agent. agent. Yes. Yes. So he's he can ozone can tell that James is kind of into Kelly. So he doesn't like that. He's very uh, ozone is extremely moody. And um, gets, he's very moody. He gets very upset easily. So he doesn't like James. He's upset, and he doesn't want to go to this party. So when she first gets there, it's unknown if they're going to show up. Right. Yes. Yeah. Christopher McDonald asks, "Where's Ozone? Where's Turbo?" And she says, uh-huh. well, "I don't know if they're going to be here. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Whatever." Mm-hmm. But, of course, they do show up, and they're dressed in their street gear, uh-huh. which isn't nearly as ridiculous as what she's wearing. No. But they look more out of place. Well, and reason. heads turn. Everyone at the party is like, oh, ooh, ha, ha. When they come in. They're the only people there that aren't white. Yes. That's the problem. And they're all. Like, it has nothing to do with the belts. And the fedora. <laughs> and the half shirt. And the half shirt. Yeah. <laughs> It has all to do with skin color. Ozone's got it with the ladies. Or not Ozone. Turbo's got it with the old ladies. At the food bar. Yeah. Or what do you call that? <laughs> call it a food bar. <laughs> now I've lost all sense of what words mean since you said food bar. He's eating cheese from it the table. It is a catered event. <laughs> and yes, he doesn't want to eat... He calls it pig cheese, right? They call it pig head cheese or something like that. Yeah, he asks yeah. what it is. I feel and- like they meant to say boar's head. Like it was <laughs> a brand name. And boar's head was like, uh-uh, dudes. You cannot use our product Yeah, not in this, no. In this you- movie. And they do. They call it pig head cheese. And he asks old ladies if they want to eat pig cheese. And they think it's hysterical. They are fascinated by yes. him. They're just like all goo-goo-gaga over him. And he's just so like... When- Ozone, who in the previous scene was also huffy, he's at the party and now he's upset. So mm-hmm. then he drags Turbo away and Turbo's like, hey, I'm talking to this lady about a four-picture deal. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What is happening? He's got skills with a Z at the end. But they do. They storm off. They leave this party and their oh. time as a dance team is over. Well, they leave the party because they run into Franco from the Dance Academy. Oh, yeah. Franco's Dance Academy. And he's not only a sleazy guy and hitting inappropriately on Kelly, but he's kind of a jerk to Ozone and Turbo. A big jerk. Um, even I think James makes him leave the party, right? Because of yes, what a jerk and this he was. was. The first time, like for a while, I was like, well, "Is this James guy like another sleazeball no, scumbag?" He's kinda but, got no, he kind of got a good streak. He threw that guy out, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. he's likable. Um, yeah, and now the dance team must—they uh, break yeah. up. I mean, the, it's it's over. This is the this is the end of the second act of the movie, <laughs> I guess, and we're about to enter the third because. Kelly goes to look for Ozone, and she comes upon Turbo teaching kids how to break dance. Which is pretty fun. 
I was super jealous of these. They are kids. good. And they're all on just like a slab of cardboard box and they're just like spinning on it and turbos. I mean, if turbos teaching you. Like the first kid came out and did some really cool stuff. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Those little white kids, they aren't going to show them doing anything. Yeah. No, they showed each kid it's do something. It's a well-rounded group of kids yes. too. There's like mm-hmm. a white girl. There's a, Yeah, it's, it's nice. Um, I love that Turbo is dressed as Ozone though. He's wearing his hat. Oh, He's yeah. wearing his big duster. Oh, and yeah. And she right. even says something like, oh, don't make sure he doesn't see you wearing That's that. That's right. <laughs> That's right. But I like how she says to him, she's like, oh, uh, where's Ozo? And he's like, well, I don't know. I haven't seen him for a few days. And does not seem concerned about this whatsoever. He works with him. He lives <laughs> with him. And he hasn't seen him for several no, days. No, but then he says to her, like, Come on, you gotta know. You gotta know that something's up, right? Right. Yes, and and he kind of tells her where he might be, right? right. Which is at the beach, sulking, sulking like a little baby boy. It's so great. Oh. He does. He acts like a little baby. It is. It's. I don't even know how to explain it. It's the greatest acting in this movie. So she shows up on him wearing this giant sweater. Again, her fashion choices. And like 12 pairs of leg warmers. Right? On each <laughs> Sure. <laughs> and he is just sitting by the ocean having a pity party, basically. Feeling all bad for himself. Oh, and it's just like, okay, Ozone, you're upset you know, your whole life is over. Just seem like this is the end. He's like, you don't understand. <laughs> but he's not tearing up. No, so they have a ridiculous fight. They have a ridiculous fight that doesn't, let's like you said, when they, when they have the confrontation with the, um, we'll call it the Hispanic, with the other dance team, the battle dance team, it doesn't even seem like in the fight that they're upset. They're just saying words oh, no. to each other. <laughs> These are just words. Yes. Yes. These are just words read with, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, people, because you can't see it. Yeah, yeah. Emotion. Because I'm sure he just read this and they went, no, you need to be emotional. And he's seen movies before, so he tries (laughs) to mimic what he's seen and it comes out as the worst Worst. piece of dialogue Oh, just terrible. Just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I like how he then has to show her what real dancing is. You need to know what dancing really is. <laughs> Let me go show you. <laughs> so where do they go? They go watch a guy with uh, cerebral palsy. I don't know what he's got. Um, <laughs> his legs don't work. Right. This seems he's on extremely so. upsetting. Like I guess this was supposed to be uplifting, and I guess in a way it was, but I couldn't. I don't know. I couldn't get past well, it. Well, like, I wonder. It, just, it really bothered me. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it seemed very exploitative for a movie <laughs> like this. But I wonder since the rest of them were real. I thought about this. And I thought that if since the rest of them are probably real dancers and picked for this movie, that maybe this was a guy that was known in the dance world for being a great dancer in spite of his disability, we'll say. Right, right. So exactly. they gave him a little time to shine and cuz he is a good dancer. Oh my god, he's I amazing. I mean, he's got amazing upper body strength. Um he's amazing. And I love how he's on the thing and he just throws his crutches yeah, away. Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, this guy was just pretending. This seems terrible." But no, as he's spinning, you can see clearly his, his legs, legs don't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But did you notice I mean, first of all, big props to that guy. Thank you. But the thing I noticed from that, <laughs> did you notice 
there's a woman in the background. She's an extra. I noticed a lot of extras in this movie because I don't know. What else am I going to look at? Um, she's got big blonde hair and giant dark sunglasses. And she's, and she's <laughs> clapping and she's swinging. Yeah. She's out of sync. She's clearly on something. I did notice her, yeah. <laughs> it is great. It's hard not to notice her, not just because, because yeah, you're like, what is this wackadoo trying to get in the shot all about? Yeah. I assume it's Jean-Claude Van Damme I was just going to say, I think it's Van Damme and He drag. grabbed that blonde wig yeah. from an earlier scene. <laughs> he he's like, it. I'll just when they back throw it, Yeah, he's like, I'm back in it. I'm back in it. I don't care. <laughs> oh, I'm bomb you. I was going to say this changes Kelly's mind, but it doesn't. No, well, it helps to reunite or, the crew. Now, right, this, except, no, the crew's the back crew's together. Back that's, together. That's, that's all his temper tantrum did. Right. And watching a disabled guy dance very well. <laughs> Was able to bring them together, and now we have another montage. The rehearsal. Uh, Correct? I was about to say that this montage is better than the first one. Well, it's a little more... Mm, first of all, they're given jackets in this montage with their team name on the back. Which TKO. I thought was great. TKO. The right. agent comes in and gives them jackets. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The thing I liked about this montage is it's not just dancing, but it cuts back and forth between them dancing and Christopher McDonald on the phone in his office. Yeah, yeah. Those, that was my favorite part because I really took notice of the fact that they did enough continuity-wise to put him in different shirts and ties. Uh-huh. But – like, the stuff on his desk never changed. The lighting never changed. Like, it was like, this is clearly, like, you have him on set for about three hours. Uh-huh. You got to do all this at once. It's like, we'll film this. You're on the phone. You're at your desk. Okay, get up. Come over here. Change your shirt. You're a little more annoyed now. Now you're smoking a cigarette. Okay, come over here. Oh, yeah, put yeah, on yeah. A different shirt. Now you're standing up and you're yelling into the phone. Like, <laughs> I don't know how long this was supposed to take in, in the terms of, like, how many days. Uh-huh. He was talking on the phone trying to get them into this audition. He's very frustrated. No one will take him. But it was amazing, too, because at one point he's up walking around yelling to the phone and he's so sweaty. (laughs) And I I just imagine they're like, all right, we've been collecting ozone sweat into these spritzers. We're just going to spray it down and then get back on and and shoot some more scenes with this phone. Oh, man. Ozone sweat in a spritzer. <laughs> He's very sweaty throughout this entire movie. The dancing will work it in ya. It'll work it in ya. Uh, doesn't he break dance at a certain point in the scene? Her agent? Yeah. Don't they? I don't think so. Oh. Maybe I blacked out during that period, but no. I didn't write it down if it happened. I wrote down rowboat move. What is that? Does it do I don't move know. like a rowboat at a certain point? rowboat oh he does (laughs) there's a point where oh my god how do i even explain this (laughs) turbo and the rest of them spread their legs out and squat down and then they walk (laughs) these tiny steps and he holds his hands on like he's driving a car and they're in the back of it i think that might be what you're referring to because it was really strange and i didn't understand how that's part of their I don't know. Dance? <laughs> I, I had no idea. Maybe there was a robot move, though. I have no, no I think that's exactly what it was. And right. I <laughs> wish that our audience could have seen you just try to um, do that move. It was pretty fun. Um, so they get into the audition, right? 
don't they? Uh, they get into the audition. But they have to dress up for it. I don't, I don't understand. It's He says nobody will allow them into this audition. Looking like street dancers. Unless. Yeah, he has a brilliant idea. Well, can they still just wander in and give their names? I guess like, they. I, I don't know. I don't know, but they're dressed like they're. I I don't know. They're just <laughs> in top hats. Yeah. It's really silly. Yeah. And I don't see how this gets them into the audition. I don't either. I don't either. And it was a dumb idea by the agent, for sure. But he drives them there. And his everybody drives a convertible, by the way, because he has a convertible. Oh, yeah. She has a convertible. He drives them to the to the no this this competition, right? Right. We do see Luke Perry, or ugly Luke Perry. Uh, he throws his a group fit. is first, and mm-hmm. he's in western garb. They were doing like a western dance. So weird. That doesn't make any I don't sense. Know. But yeah, he's really angry that they're there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pissed. The judges are all white. They're all stuffy white people. And they don't ever look like they've danced a day in their life. The the main judge is like an elderly British man <laughs> in mutton chops. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you cannot dance here. <laughs> Fish and chips. And excellent, he excellent. wants nothing to do with them. He won't let them. Christopher McDonald comes out and pleads his case. Right. He'll have none of it. And no. then... Ozone just flips out and just starts dancing. He starts ripping his clothes off. He rips off the like, <laughs> of pieces of the. Uh, you can't have sleeves when you're dancing like Ozone dance. He starts just yeah. He's like, well, they don't want to see us dance. I don't care. I'm going to dance anyway. Yeah. So they just start dancing, and the judges, after a moment or two, get into it. They are really into oh, it. Yeah, that one woman is bebopping <laughs> her head, and she's really digging this. But can I? Can we say that this is the worst dancing of the movie? Oh yeah, up to this point. I mean, yeah. this is a it's, really lame dance. This doesn't. This is where you're like, first of all, this is your competition dance. Bad choice. And then I still don't know what the point. What of they're competing? This is. They're competing for maybe a role in. I don't know. In the sh- I don't know. I really don't oh, know. It's answered by the end, I guess. I still don't understand. Well, in the like, it was end, never explained. In the end, I think so. So okay, so they they take over this dance competition. Franco, the teacher, sleazy teacher guy, has been kicked out. There, he tries to stop right. it again from happening, and the British guy's like, yeah. "Oh, get out of here, leave!" And everyone I, I, is. Go ahead. Sorry, I do have one line by the British guy because Ozone's dancing and then Turbo and Kelly come out. And there's a there's a line that's clearly put in later by this British guy where he just goes, oh, God, there's more of them. <laughs> and it just sounds amazingly terrible. <laughs> but, yeah, then they win. I guess. Yeah, but then – well, they, they not only win the competition, but they win the hearts of – the other dancers oh, of the judges they are accepted street into dancing the elite yes, dancing yes. community not only accepted they get their own gd show okay this so these people were all competing to have a show right so that's why ugly luke perry was wearing a <laughs> western thing like their show would have been a weird western i guess the dance western i don't and know and so what was the agents idea was to 
put on some ritzy, weird show with street dancers? Because in the end, and it cuts right from this competition to a marquee outside of uh-huh. the theater, uh-huh. and it is called Street Jazz uh-huh. is the name of this show. Uh-huh. And it looks like shit. This show <laughs> looks awful. It's like community dance theater. But it's a... Well, it's it's fun. It's a great group. It's not just TKO. It's a great group of dancers. Right, right. And Even the kid, the little kid that was a really great dancer. Comes out of the trash can. The garbage can like Oscar <laughs> the Grouch and then starts dancing yeah. around. Yeah. Kelly, and, she's dressed up like Ziggy Stardust, R.I.P. David Oh, R.I.P. D.B. And I guess she's the star of the show. Like, that's the thing that really bugged me is that Ozone and Turbo are, I mean, I don't want to say they're background dancers. because No, they they're a little more than that. Dance. Yeah. But at the end, she's lifted up by the cast and uh, twirled around in the air. She's the bridge. She's She's the conduit, though. She's what made the street dance become more um, mainstream. In, in breaking, at least. I guess. And I guess that entitles her to be the star of this show. But I just feel like it's a slap in the face for <laughs> you guys who appear to be right, actual right, break exactly, dancers. Right, exactly, yeah. And who this entire movie was sold on seeing. Yeah. 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 And well, and anyway, after this dance, again, our last, our final dance routine, we're done. It just ends on that. Like, I would assume this is like Cats, right? Shouldn't we see some sort of narrative? Uh, I don't know what story they're telling, if there should be a narrative. Okay. It's, All right. Yeah. Well, they're street people. <laughs> in the garbage can. <laughs> it's the story of street dancing. That's what it is. We do, at the end, uh, did you notice that we're treated to an iced tea rap? Oh, of course. Where at the end of the rap, he says, wait till part two. Which is so, right on its way, P.S. Right, yes. I assume the moment this covered its $1 million budget, they're like, we got to get Ice-T into the studio. We got to record the <laughs> round where he talks about part two so we can push that into production. I believe that there was so much dancing happening in one that they made two in one like in the same. It was just seamless. They really just cut one movie into two. But I don't uh, know. I haven't I'm seen assuming the they shot enough footage in one where they just then took yeah. what was cut out and just made a whole second movie. That's what happened. I believe it. I believe you're right. It also it stars all the same people. Even Ice T comes back. He for the does. I wondered if maybe yes. he was. <laughs> you were wondering. Wow. <laughs> Kept me up at night. Um, and then don't we get a nice little um, review of the whole movie? Yeah. Like we get a little cap off. Of a that. review. They show us the entire movie again <laughs> at the end of the movie. Uh-huh. In these little snippets. And sometimes we hear dialogue that we just heard 20 minutes ago. <laughs> it's just to say, like, so this is what you just saw. Now that we've ended, let's <laughs> do a little, you know, wrap up. And There's a second one. Yeah, Before you see the second forget, one, you yeah. might just want to rewatch the credits <laughs> of the first one just to familiarize yourself, just to be prepared for uh-huh. what you're going to see uh-huh. in the second film. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And there it was. There there it was. Should I give my final thoughts first? Yeah, please. Okay. I think this fits into the sometimes very rare category of so bad it's good. Yes. Like, 
I think I would recommend people watch this mm-hmm. movie because it's so bad it's good. Now, before you watch this movie, mm-hmm. find any dance, the broom dance, whatever you want, on YouTube. Oh. If you mm-hmm. enjoy it, watch the whole movie then because dive that's in. all you're going to yeah. get. Yeah. If you think it's really dumb, then don't watch it because that's the entire movie. But I probably would re- – like, it's so bad. It's like a weird time capsule of a time where maybe this stuff probably didn't happen. <laughs> maybe I think it did. I think it's from a slice of, of – Like a bygone era. Yeah, and I think it's like this dance population that maybe so few people were really that much of a part of, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. I went to dance school and they did break dancing and my – little dance school or whatever when I was a kid mm-hmm. but um, I wasn't part of this like dance community I bet if you were a break dancer like maybe it does kind of you know ring true to a to a break dancer back in the day or street dancer I don't know what they prefer to be called um, I mean I don't I don't think it's a fluke that this made 39 times yeah, its I, budget I think that it was a pop and and remember how popular breakdancing had become at a certain sure. time and it was hip hop hip hop the hip huh I'm just going to say hip hop <laughs> Here's what I think if you're in a bad mood it, I agree with you that that this is the kind of movie that it's so bad that it's good and I feel like it was such a quick watch um, and again, with all the dancing that happens and the, the random dialogue, it's nothing that you, it was easy to watch and kind of fun because it was, and the dancing is the major part of it. And it's just like, you're not even sure if the dancing is all that good, but they move around a lot and that's, and the outfits are fun. So I, I enjoyed it. I don't remember ever seeing it before. Um, but I enjoyed it. I would recommend it. Um, as just like a fun kind of brain fart movie to just... It's so silly. Yes. Do you have anything? Did it remind you of something? To, to you have a recommendation? Well, I already talked about um, West Side Story, which I don't know. Why would it remind me of that? Um, there was a movie uh, called All That Jazz. I don't know if you've oh, ever seen yeah. it. Oh, yeah. With Roy Scheider Roy, from 79, uh-huh. which is... <laughs> Oddly similar to this movie, um, except for the fact that the characters seemed like real people and <laughs> it was well acted. Right. But right. that would be my recommendation, all that jazz. I think it's from 79, so we just missed it with our 80s podcast. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Yes. What, what about you? Any, it, it any really... iced tea albums you want to talk about? <laughs> oh. Well, I guess in one way, I didn't think of this till now. Like, if you wanted to do a kickback, like, I don't know, watch, uh, like, Singing in the Rain or Xanadu or some kind of, like, old school, you know, dance Xanadu. Xanadu. When was Xanadu from? I don't, maybe it was the 80s. Oh, my God. I want to say it was the 70s, but maybe it was the 80s. I'm not saying I have my future birthday choice, but I have never seen Xanadu. Oh. And I've always heard it's so silly. So magical. You should see it, so. But I really, I had told you before we kind of started recording, I was so, like, I've never seen a movie, not that I've never seen a movie like this, but (laughs) I couldn't, I just totally blanked on thinking of a recommendation because I was just... I guess um, kind of overtaken by by breaking. I was overtaken by breaking. It is. I mean, if you said 
what is a movie similar to this? I ha- there is no movie similar to <laughs> Break, this. Breaking Boogaloo, or what's the next one called? Midnight Boogaloo. Breaking I don't even know. Two <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> okay. And then there was also a third one. Oh, shut your um, face! No, but it was called Rappin', oh. which stars I don't think Ice anyone tea? in this. I oh, don't okay. even think Ice T. Well, maybe Ice T wasn't it. I don't know. I have to do some. Research on that. No, please do. All right. I I don't think one thing that we did skip, except at the end there, where I did mention it, is we didn't talk about the passing of poor David Bowie. And oh, I don't, I don't know that we mean to, but or that we should, but we really like Labyrinth was such a fun it. movie to watch, and we talked so much about his performance. Do you want to do a little O two when doing an imitation? I don't it's know what that too. means. Do what a you, little imitation you go, of him. You did are you such gonna a great. S- oh, I, I can't. You can't. I just, you don't feel right. No, mm. I don't. I had I just watched it and made. <laughs> <laughs> he was a beautiful man and a, a a genius, an icon. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's a loss for sure. I just felt bad. I was like, oh, we just we just watched him dance with I puppets. No, we just the Goblin King. Carelessly throw a baby in the air. The best because, of course, suddenly once he died, everybody on Facebook and Twitter uh, were such huge David Bowie fans. Right, right, right. <laughs> I right. didn't know I knew so many people who knew David Bowie personally. Um, but the best post I saw was somebody wrote, it's a shame the Goblin King is dead, but at least now all the children are safe. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny and so smart. And so I enjoyed that one. All right. Yes, that is a good one. That all is right. a good one. So um, a big surprise now for our listeners and me. Ah, because uh-huh. uh, I don't know if our listeners remember that way back at the end of August, I got to choose... My birthday movie, and I threw some ideas out to you. Yeah. I teased some things, but I came in with RoboCop, which you were not expecting, and uh-uh. you were not happy with. <laughs> you are so I will tell you, I think RoboCop 2 was made in the 90s, so you can't pick it for uh, your birthday shit. choice. Uh, but yeah, it's your turn. And again, yes. you teased out some – they were even teasers. You didn't even tell me the movies. Mm-mm. But I think I may know a few that you might pick, but you could really surprise me here. So what are we going to be watching or discussing in two weeks? First, I want you to know how really seriously, like this was hard. I had multiple post-it notes um, all over my uh, little desk area. I went back and forth a few times. I watched multiple trailers to make sure my pick was really my pick. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, it was a serious, serious debate for me. I almost, yeah. But I did well, decide. Again, I mean, you know, when I was trying to decide, I wasn't sure whether to pick something I thought would be fun to talk yes. about or something that I really wanted to watch. So, well, I toyed between to something that I I, <clears throat> I thought would be be make for just entertaining chatter and entertaining mm-hmm. watch, and something mm-hmm. I wanted. So I I ended up on something that that because a lot of these movies I have not seen or remember seeing as a child, so I have no. Right. Kinship with them, I suppose. Right. But this movie, I did. This was one of my first favorite films, and it's our first animated film. So be oh excited. My. Wait a second. It is. I don't even know what you're going to... Uh, maybe. Go ahead. The Last Unicorn. <gasps> I've never seen it. 
I would say gather up your girls to watch it because you have daughters. But at the same time, I have not seen it since I was a child. And it used to make me very sad as a child. Yeah, I thought it was kind of dark. When I I... mentioned to my husband I would pick that, he was like, isn't that so sad? I was like, I, 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 I mean, the title sounds sad. It literally sounds like somebody's yeah, but butchering some... the last unicorn. Mia Farrow is the voice of, of the oh. unicorn and Jeff Bridges is a voice and Alan Arkin is one of the voices and it's kind of a musical too. So it's, it, I think we're, oh it's going God. to be entertaining and it's our first um, animated film. Our first so, animated film. Yes. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, um. I hope that I I don't know I again I haven't watched it since I was a, a wee little um, unicorn oh, myself. I can't wait. So, um, yeah, that's my pick. That's what you're oh. doing. It's the complete opposite of RoboCop, by the way. <laughs> wait, but, so there aren't any coked up whores <laughs> in the last there, unicorn? There is a scene, yeah, where the wizard okay. really gets wrecked, <laughs> and um, yeah. Does Kurtwood Smith do any voices <laughs> in The Last Unicorn? Wouldn't that be amazing? He takes her out, sing, <laughs> and then she like dies in like a pile of uh, radioactive sludge. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then that will be in two weeks. Uh-huh. I'm very excited to watch something that I've never seen before. So, And there you have it. I guess in two weeks we will talk about The Last Unicorn. <laughs> Indeed, we will. How mystical. Also, please remember to subscribe to our uh, podcast on iTunes and find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at GTGMcast. And give us a little star rating on iTunes as well. That really helps. (laughs) All right, everybody, that's it. And we'll see you again in two weeks. Have a great night. street person. You, uh, packing a blade?